Thanks for tuning in to the Upside Down Podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'll be one of the hosts. We are a coffee, art, and community space located right across the street from UCLA in Westwood Village. During the week, Upside Down is a coffee shop where you can enjoy lattes, espresso drinks, cold brew, and visit our art gallery. Once a month, we have rotating art exhibitions, and we feature local artists. On this podcast, you might hear anything from an interview with those artists to an interview with a barista champion, one of our staff, or simply someone who comes into the coffee shop. We hope you'll enjoy, and thanks for tuning in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Kyle, and I'm joined by Sarah. Hello. And today we're going to interview the director of Upside Down, Isaac Brickner. Hi. Isaac is the Los Angeles branch leader of Jews for Jesus. Um, and yeah, we are going to ask him a little bit about what is Upside Down, where did the name come from, and what is Jews for Jesus? So maybe let's start there. And Isaac, what what is Jews for Jesus? Uh, so yeah, we get that asked that a lot, especially behind the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you've ever been before, you know that we have this plaque on the building still that says Jews for Jesus established 32 AD, give or take a year, mm-hmm. which is like a funny pun that Robin Williams once said is very funny. Fun fact. Well, there you go. Robin Williams was walking by our office and said, Hey, that's funny. <laughs> um, may he rest in peace. Um, but. So we we get asked that question behind the bar um, at like, is this still Jews for Jesus? How is Upside Down connected with Jews for Jesus? So the answer is we're owned and operated by Jews for Jesus. And Jews for Jesus is a global nonprofit, not a religious denomination, um, not a church or a synagogue. It's a nonprofit of Jewish pe- people who believe that Jesus is the Messiah and that following Jesus and living as a Jewish person, that those identities aren't mutually exclusive, that they connect actually, and they were supposed to connect. Um, so to live a consistently Jewish life while following Jesus, um, his Hebrew name is Yeshua, is a good thing and something we ought to celebrate. And yeah, we do lots of things like um, host Shabbat dinners and do outreaches and have a camp, a uh, summer camp program and, and now a coffee shop. And now a coffee shop. Yeah. Um, yeah. So why did we make, why isn't it the Jews for Jesus coffee shop? We decided to call it the Upside Down Coffee Shop. Totally, yeah. totally. So there's the other one story is like, how did we come up with the name Upside Down? But right. why we didn't name it the Jews for Jesus coffee shop is because we realized that like not everybody understands those like re- very loaded terms mm-hmm. off the bat. And so we wanted to give an opportunity for people to ask their own questions rather than kind of say like, this space is not for you if you don't understand this. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, it is a coffee shop that serves the whole community. Exactly. And it doesn't matter what your background is or what you believe, you can still come in here and have a good cup of coffee. And then it's your prerogative if you want to like find out more about that. Right. Why did we call it Upside Down? Yeah, that's a question we get asked a lot here. Yeah. Um, and it has a really cool story, which kind of just centers on a 3 a.m. brain train. 
you know that time when you like wake up you're like been thinking about something all day and actually for like months now and then you get awakened at three in the morning and you just go oh i got it so that was upside down for me um it carries the idea of flipping perspective um because as Jews for Jesus trying to open a space that we wanted to invite people who don't necessarily uh, agree or understand everything that we're all about, we wanted people to have a different type of interaction with us right off the bat. Hmm. So that was some of it. Um, The other thing is that we knew we wanted to do a coffee shop and we wanted to have some element of like expressing our own Jewish identity as a part of it. And if you go to Israel, one of the most common drinks that you'd get there is called Café Hafuch, hmm. which literally translates to upside-down coffee. So, Whoa. Yeah. What is a Café That hafuch? is cool. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's like it's a really milky latte, basically. Um, okay. And you add the ingredients. Sounds like an iced latte. It's, it can be an iced latte, <laughs> but it's normally hot. Um, and... The only reason we don't have it on the menu is because we couldn't find Hebrew letters for our letter board because they don't make Hebrew letters for letter boards. Okay. And we have menus that are letter boards. Right. Calling so, all letter board companies out there. <laughs> yes. Hebrew letter pack. Please. <laughs> Please make that available. And if you're listening to this and you're a fan and you know where to get Hebrew letters for a letter mm. board, hook us up. If you have a new idea for a menu system, let us know. <laughs> Lots I of think, opportunities I think here. gaining insight from the community and having them do our job for us of making it easier is probably the biggest benefit of this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was part of it. It's like the link up of those two concepts was really cool. Okay. Um, and then I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. Mm, um, yes. And so that idea of there being an alternate world that you don't really know about that's kind of making its way into this world um, both like culturally and theologically appealed to me. Hmm. Um, hmm. So that was pretty, pretty, pretty good. That was pretty good. That was a cohesive, I can tell that you've thought about this before. And said it many, many times <laughs> in different ways. I thought was probably the most put together fashion. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, does, I've heard, one thing I've heard you say behind the bar, which I think is really fun is when if someone's kind of sharing about how busy their day is or like i don't know they're looking at the news and it's like everything is stressful (laughs) which is Um, every day which is every day (laughs) uh you'll say like oh kind of seems like not how it was meant to be right Mm -hmm. so how does upside down play into that idea yeah um so it's a it goes along with the first concept of like flipping one's perspective um if you believe that there's a better world and that what your own perspective shifting is part of being able to understand and access that world, um, then you kind of, you, everybody kind of has this sense that like things aren't ought, as they ought to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't really know what to do about that. Right. Um, and so part of another part, so I guess, I guess there's actually four aspects to the name upside down. Um, <laughs> Another part is that in the New Testament, when Paul, who is one of like Jesus's followers, uh, who's like spreading the message of Jesus everywhere, rolls into uh, a new town, 
a lot of the like leadership of the Jewish community in that area go, oh no, here he comes. And they say literally, these are those who have turned the world upside down. Mm. And my thought on that, which I've heard others say, and it's really great, is if the world is already upside down, then turning it upside down would make it right side up. Whoa. So. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's, I mean, obviously yeah. debatable, depending sure. on your persuasion, your background, and uh, stage in life. But that's kind of what I want people to experience when right. they come into this place. I like that. This is just going to be a loaded question right off the bat, but we'll just see where it goes. But uh, we're kind of offering this upside down view of a coffee shop, right? Um, mm. So what is... What are some ways that plays out? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the one that people probably most obviously experience when they walk in is when they look at the menu and they don't see any prices and they go, uh, and then they talk to one of our, our baristas and they say something like, we're a donation-based coffee shop. You get to pick your price. And then there's this like blank look of fear on their face or like depending on who they are. Some people go, oh, that's great. Or some people say like, uh, could you elaborate on that? Right. Um, understandable. Understandable, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I know what I say uh, when people say that, but Sarah, you're behind the bar more than me. So what do you usually say when people say that? Um, what do I say? Yeah. I'll, I mean, maybe some of you have already heard me say this spiel in the same <laughs> words, but, um, I'll say it here again. Um, yeah, I'll say that we're part of a nonprofit organization. Um, so donations are already part of what we do. And, um, and we really love to be accessible to the community, whether you're a student, whether it's just a rough week for you. Um, yeah, you can give what you want, and it's a way. It's a different way to engage. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it kind of communicates off the bat that our goal is not to like drain your pockets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the services that we provide, um, the services that we provide are accessible to you no matter where you're at in life, and especially the community piece, we want people to have access to that. Like, you're welcome here, no matter if you paid $8 for your latte or, yes, like, yeah. you know, $3. Or a dollar. $100. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the other way. <laughs> or nothing. Or nothing, right. Do we accept alternate forms of payment, like... Like services? Like gold? Or like avocados? <laughs> avocados. Yeah. Um, I'll f- always accept an avocado. <laughs> My father-in-law, he's a, he's a family practice doctor, and he's really, like, not interested in, like, keeping accurate books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, he does he's it. Not he's not interested in it. He's, like, <laughs> he just doesn't have interest in it. And so, like, one time he was, like, doing a favor, basically, for uh, a guy. And he accepted payment in the form of avocados. Oh. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Isaac, how would you start to talk about where this idea came from and, and your involvement. Yeah. I mean, so I've, I was on staff with Shoes for Jesus, um, for, I want to say like six years before the thought of, uh, doing something different with this space, um, came across our path. And I was here in LA and, 
Jews for Jesus has owned this building in Westwood Village since the early 90s, and it's looked like a a vacated dentist's office for most of that time. Uh, (laughs) So inviting. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows what I mean when I say that. It's like the aqua teal colored carpeting and (laughs) like drop popcorn ceiling. It's just like not an inviting place to be. Mm. Um, And yet we wanted to provide a space that would have a service for the neighborhood. Um, And so we're just like, well, we have this space. It's a huge blessing. Like no one can afford real estate here anymore. What are we going to do? Are we going to sell it? Are we going to do something with it? And so we, we literally ripped out all of the carpeting on the first floor, demolished the ceiling, um, smoothed out the concrete floor, and just started having events and trying things out. Um, and my uh, colleague, Josh Sofer, who was actually the leader of the branch at that time, he and I just started talking and saying, like, what would best serve the neighborhood here? Um, and this is kind of what came from that, like, six-plus years of prayer and effort. Two and a half of those years were just design and permitting with the city of Los Angeles, which Dang. is a story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Yeah, so a long, is that a long kind time of, in the works. Is that what you were kind of asking, or were you thinking of something else? Yeah, no, that's right. exactly what I was asking. Right. And I, I know it's kind of a big question with a lot of different mm-hmm. uh, ways you could go with that. So Yeah, totally. Yeah, thanks. I mean, one of the one of the ways that we had like decided to engage with the neighborhood previously was for a couple of years, uh, our team, uh, and we actually still do this, so you might have seen this happen, uh, we would go up towards the campus of UCLA and hand out free cups of cold brew coffee that were branded with G- uh, brews for Jesus, because who doesn't like a good pun, right? No one. <laughs> no one, especially dads, dad jokes. Um and that was just like something that we saw that that students and others really responded to and said like, wow, thank you so much. I'm on my way to a final right now and this really helped. Um, and we'd get in some really great conversations that way. And so we were like, hey, what if we could invite people into our space and do the same thing? Um, provide a space for people to be refreshed and have good conversations and build community and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, what I'm hearing is just like kind of a core desire to serve the community. And, exactly. Um, meet a need, engage with people. Yeah, that's really where it came from. For the, we, we have these like this kind of subtitle. Um, it's not really like a catchphrase, but it's really like the subtitle to Upside Down, which is Coffee Art Community. And it kind of speaks to the three identities of the space. Um, and for the art part, you'd probably have to speak to Melissa Moskowitz about that, but um, I'm sure you will. Are you personally a fan of coffee, or do you like loathe that we created a coffee shop? <laughs> that is a leading question, because <laughs> Kyle knows that I'm quite the snob. Um, and what <laughs> over the over the time of like even thinking about hey what can we do with this building i was just getting way into the coffee industry like reading about it going to every shop in los angeles like meeting friends who were baristas and like some of my best friends are like really talented baristas now which is just like i see as totally providential um, because they were super helpful with this uh, space. Shout out to Sam and Sean. 
Um, and yeah, like so Sam works for Go Get Em Tiger, which is probably one of the best coffee shops in Los Angeles. Sean, Please go there if you have not. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Sean works for Blue Bottle and like is a stud. Um, and Blue Bottle was really like what popped my coffee cherry. <laughs> if I could say that, um, can you? I, I guess you I can. think so. Yeah. All right, all right, producer. Do you have the list of words you can't say? All right. Coffee no. cherry is a real thing. That's where the coffee seed. We'll get into all that. Right, coffee right. cherry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know yes. I see what you did okay. there. Okay. So I grew up in San Francisco. Um, yeah. That's where Blue Bottle's from. So that's when I had my first cup of specialty coffee. It was down in their um, their Hayes Valley location, and I just like whoa. Um, so Blue Bottle near and dear to my heart. So yeah, this the the whole coalescence of my love for coffee and the ability to open up a space and care for people, serve the neighborhood, start community. It was like, yes, yes to all of it. I think that's a cool thing that I've seen since working here is what this space is really seems to authentically come out of who is here. Mm-hmm. Um, you hinted that for the art side of it, you'd have to talk to Melissa. Mm. So if you kind of represent coffee and melissa represents art Hmm. um what would be your hope for how the space can kind of grow in that community aspect and how that comes out of the people here yeah totally um i think part of it is what we're doing right now uh in creating this podcast and giving people a way to connect with us uh beyond just the initial um barista patron relationship and here's my coffee oh cool yeah (laughs) um and say like yeah we're like here for you and uh we'll be having other types of programming related to like stuff that would serve the neighborhood and jewish holidays because that's also part of who we are um but those are just ways for people to get connected with us um and like for listeners to actually be on the show which is like a really cool idea that That's, yeah was really not fun. mine at all <laughs> um, so i'll definitely thank kyle and uh will right will for yeah. that one yeah um but yeah that's that's a great question like the community part is not me the community part is everyone else yeah, <laughs> yeah. the community part has to like grow out exactly. of whoever ends up being here which is really exciting yeah yeah what would you want people to know about the cafe? People who are listening, what would you want people to? What would you say to people about this space? I would say, um, you are welcome, <laughs> um, in more ways than just like, hey, we want you to like come in and enjoy the space. But you are welcome to bring all of who you are and know that you'll find somebody here who wants to get to know you and listen to you and um offer counsel and love Hmm. all right well well thanks isaac yeah Um, thank you guys yeah as someone who also works behind the bar i can say that that is true totally and i agree yeah three and i you won't always (laughs) see me behind the bar anymore um I'm barely in there like every week, but I'll be helping out. So if you do see me, say hi. Yes. Say hi to Isaac. Ask him about coffee. Ask him about music. Stranger music. Things. Stranger, Stranger things. things. Bible. Yeah. Uh, whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. Indeed. 
Isaac's a man of many hobbies. So. <laughs> Trying to pare down on the hobbies. Yeah. Some of them are not so conducive to health. <laughs> um, alrighty. Well, thanks, man. Thanks, Appreciate Isaac. you being on. And thanks for listening. Thanks. 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 <laughs> no. Can we do a three-part harmony? Yeah. <laughs>